Hello from the Oklahoma Summit on Access to Justice in Oklahoma City. I'm John Williams, the Executive Director of the Oklahoma Bar Association, and I'm your host today. And we have a very special guest today. Tell us who you are. Well, my name is Rod Ring. And Rod, what brings you with us today? Why am I here today? Why are you here today? I am the chairperson of the Oklahoma Bar Association Access to Justice Committee. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, with Rod Ring, and we're talking about access to justice. Rod, I know you are deeply committed to this issue. Tell us, why are you concerned about this? What life experiences have you had that brought you to the the point where you're this involved? Well, probably it goes back to the reason that I went to law school. When I got out of college, I spent 10 years in the mental health department as a social worker. I saw that we could handle people's uh, emotional problems, sometimes with medication, with counseling. We could handle sometimes their housing problems by hooking them up to other social agencies. But we were at a real loss when it came to their legal problems. And sometimes we could not get past that hurdle. So that's what motivated me to go to law school. I started law school at 35, got out at 38 with the idea that I was going to be involved in, we didn't use the term access to justice, but I was going to be involved in providing legal services to to those that could not afford them. And so what you saw is basically, I think something we all see oftentimes, that every problem society can't solve ends up in a courtroom. And that's more true now than it was 30 years ago. What do you think that we need to be doing to give a better experience to the folks who are, are coming through that system or are not even able to access the system. There are a lot of things we need to do. One thing we need to do is remove the barriers that keep people from coming into the system. Uh, and that's easier said than done. Uh, the legal profession speaks a different language. Um, we're, we're in a different environment. A courtroom is not a natural environment for people. Many people stay out of the system because of fear. Even if they could afford to get into it, they stay away from it because they're afraid of it. So we've got to make our court and justice system more welcoming to people so that they can feel that they can be heard when they come in. But we also have to give them the language that they can use when they get in there. So we either have to do that by providing representation for them or providing the information that they need in order to to represent themselves. Well, now... Rod, I've known your experiences. You were also a judge and you're a clinical professor at the University of Oklahoma, but also you are the chair of the Access to Justice Committee at the Oklahoma Bar Association, are you not? That's correct. And what's the committee been working on this last year? Well, the last year we have been trying to coordinate with the Access to Justice Commission so that we're not working at odds with them, so that we we share the same goals. And this summit was one of those goals. The leading force was the Access to Justice Commission, but the committee has been providing them support, information, insight uh, from practicing lawyers on on what we see on the ground that people are having problems with. Isn't the committee also pretty involved with limited scope representation and the rule change on that? It was, and it has been for the last two or three years. Actually, Jim Calloway was one of the driving forces of that. The first thing you had to do was let people understand what the rule was, 
by people, I mean lawyers. Many lawyers didn't even understand what the rule was, so they didn't understand what the change was. So there's a lot of education, a lot of uh, making sure that people understand what the rule change would mean, and then getting the Supreme Court to agree to the rule after the Board of Governors had agreed to the rule. And now that the rule has been approved, uh, educating lawyers on how it can change their practices and how they can make their services more accessible to others. Well, for our non-lawyer listeners, can you just briefly describe what limited scope representation is? Limited scope means that you can provide services in a piecemeal manner rather than taking on a client um, and providing them the old traditional kinds of services. Uh, The easiest to use is a family law case. It used to be that when someone came in and they said, I think I need a divorce, you would tell them how much your retainer was, And many times that was the end of the conversation because the middle class and below people could not afford those retainers. They still needed the divorce, but they walked out of the lawyer's office without being satisfied. So they're driving down the street and they see a sign posted on a a telephone pole that says, divorce without children, $250. So they call that number and they get a person that calls themselves a paralegal that may provide them some forms and give them some advice on how to go through divorce. As a judge, what I saw is those forms were usually badly prepared. They weren't tailored to uh, Oklahoma law. They definitely weren't tailored to the local uh, courthouse customs. And many times those people that paid that $250 got turned away. They were said, I'm sorry, you don't have the right forms, and we can't do the divorce for you. But, of course, as a judge, you can't tell them what's wrong. You can't give them advice on how to change those forms. So what I see when I think of limited scope services is that person can go to a lawyer and say, I need a divorce. They can talk about that retainer. If the lawyer finds out they can't afford it, then the lawyer has the option of saying, but I can help you prepare the forms file that divorce and tell you how to go through the process and I can do that for X amount of money. That usually is a low enough fee that the person can pay that. So this new rule change allows an attorney to do that as long as they advise the court that they have done that and they don't have to go to court with their client. Great. And I want to apologize for the way I asked that question because I'm sure many of our non-lawyer listeners understand that concept as well. But it, that concept or the theory or actually the, the practice of, of unbundled or limited scope representation is contained in the ABA model rules of professional conduct, is it not? It is. So we see that as, a, as something common in many states? It is common. And I think that Oklahoma may be trailing a little bit behind, partly because of uh, we don't have a large population. So there may not be as, as seen as much demand. We may just be a little bit slower in changing but I see the change in the last two years is is coming fast now. What is your committee's plan to help make that change happen even faster? Education and awareness, both inside the bar and in the community. By inside the bar, I look at the group that's here today and I think of everyone that showed up is inside that bubble of people that care about access to justice. That's why they're here. We had 150 people here. We've got about 18,000 lawyers, I think, the last I knew, in Oklahoma. We need to reach out to those 18,000 lawyers, explain to them what access to justice means, and enlist their help in, in providing services to people that can't afford them in the traditional way.
Well, our numbers are actually a little bit smaller th than that, but there's certainly enough lawyers that we could get out and perhaps do a lot more than what we're doing. If you're talking to Oklahoma lawyers and to our listeners that are lawyers, what is the first thing that you think that they need to do to become involved in the access to justice movement? The easiest thing is to get involved in the Free Legal Answers Program. It's a way to do your pro bono work without being tied into taking a client from beginning to end in representation. Free Legal Answers is an American Bar Association program that is partnered with the Oklahoma Bar Association to provide online answers to simple legal questions for people that, that are of low income. And let me just give you an example of what happens. A lawyer signs up for Free Legal Answers. Once they've been verified by the Bar Association that they're licensed in Oklahoma, they're in good standing, then they uh, are put on the list and they can go into the Free Legal Answers website, read the questions that come from the public. If at the end of the day they say, there's nothing there that I feel like comfortable answering, then they get off the website. But if there is a question that they feel comfortable, they can answer that question online anonymously so they don't have to worry about being called at home or, or office the next day uh, from someone. And they don't have to worry about their malpractice insurance because the American Bar Association will cover the, the malpractice coverage during the time that they're answering the question. My experience has been uh, most of the questions are very simple and people are not asking for legal advice as much as guidance. Where do I go? How does this happen? What happens next once the case is filed and what's going to happen to me? That's a tremendous program and many states are offering that besides Oklahoma. I am so glad that we've had this opportunity to have you with us here today. Before we go away on this segment, can you tell our listeners how they might be able to contact you for additional information or to follow up with you? Well, the easiest way to get involved in either Access to Justice in Oklahoma or the Free Legal Answers is to get on the OBA website. When you're paying your dues is a great time to look at the committees and join the Access to Justice Committee. There isn't any cost to that. It's just a committee that you, are, you can join. Once you've done that, then you uh, have access to all of the uh, information that we keep on our Access to Justice community on that website. The other thing they can do is get on to the Free Legal Answers, OklahomaFreeLegalAnswers.com. Up at the top right, there's a place that you can click on Lawyers, and that will walk you through the process of how you sign up to be involved in Free Legal Answers. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for being with us here today, and I want to thank our listeners for being with us. If you like what you heard today, please rate us on Apple Podcast. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. <laughs>